is up, bros? I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we are a couple of bros on a mission to give you guys the most detailed movie reviews out there with as little bias as possible. Welcome to the All Bros. Uh, this week on the podcast, we are going to be going over our 4K spotlight for the month of December. Uh, and then we will be going over the Pleaser Teasers, which is a new segment that we were introducing. Um, so we'll be going over those. So it's the trailers that got released in November, since this is the first episode of the month. Uh, so, yeah, with that, we, I mean, we got lots to talk about. So let's say we uh, get right into it. Let's do it. All right. Hey, this is Mikey T. And Grant. And Billy. And we are failing In Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah, you're listening to the All Bros Podcast with Caleb hey. and Jonathan Rose. Or just Rose. Is it Rose or Jonathan? I don't know. Caleb calls him Rose. He introduces himself to Jonathan. It's, it's a thing. But he's as sweet as a Rose. He's a very nice person. Um, and as the only as a Jonathan. Yes. I've never had someone talk so much about my name. <laughs> but I appreciate the nice compliment. That was very nice of you guys. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm not sure if you knew this, but when they were creating these like little uh, promos for us, they sent us like eight different varieties and so I finally like created videos for each one of them. So now I'll, I'll be able to like pick which one at random and just be like, oh, that one. <laughs> okay, hell yeah. That's, so it's gonna it's that's gonna be hilarious. a surprise like every week <laughs> which okay, one gets dude, selected. I love, it. I love <laughs> or every uh, every three weeks, I guess, because we we switch off. Uh, but I always forget sometimes how much people probably get confused that, yeah, like they said, you know, even though, even though on the, um, on the live, you know, below my name, it says Rose, but I still introduce myself as Jonathan. Caleb calls me Rose. I'm sure it gets confusing as hell. I'm sure it does too. <laughs> so if anyone to clarify everything, my first name is Jonathan. My last name is Rose. But Caleb has called me Rose ever since I've known him since junior high. That, that's how it's been. It's been a staple. And honestly, if he ever calls me Jonathan, I know that something's wrong. So, yeah. Yep. It feels so, it, it almost feels like dirty when I say anything else other than Rose. Yes. <laughs> See, I think he just had to stop himself from saying Jonathan. Yeah, I, I did because I was like, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, but anyway, uh, getting into this week's 4K spotlight, uh, Rose, would you like to run us through the, uh, the films coming out this, um, this month? I would love to. Um, so we got quite a stacked uh, release month, I would say, um, which is honestly really, really nice. It's not nice for my wallet, but, you know, it's nice for us 4K collectors out there. Um, so, a uh, couple that we got, um, that like really stood out to me and Caleb, um, one coming out, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Um, it's a cool steel book. When you open it, it, uh, basically it folds out to like, just look like his hat and whip placed on a table. Um, and it, it is cool. Don't get me wrong. 
Um, I mean, I already pre-ordered this, but the fact that it doesn't match the other uh, four steelbooks of the previous movies where it's just the poster art the, um, from the main poster art from uh, the, the release of the movie kind of not kind of it does bug me. So this is not going to match up with the previous four. So it sucks, but it's not a horrible steelbook. Um, I just wish that, you know, consistency. Excuse you know, me. It's going to be freaking bullshit. There's going to be like some like anniversary year that Indiana Jones came out or was like first released. And then they're going to do like a whole collector's edition. Dude, don't tell me all, that. Like all five of the movies. Dude, like it's going to be dude, so freaking dumb. Dude, don't don't tell me that. Please, please don't tell me that. <laughs> I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but that's exactly what's going to happen. And you know it. It, true yeah he's not wrong um yeah i mean do you like it or do you think it's too plain it's a little plain but i mean it fits for the tone of indiana jones i thought you were gonna say it fits with the type of movie it is it's just a plain movie oh no like the the, I, the movie itself wasn't bad it wasn't it, it really wasn't it was a good fifth uh installment of the indiana jones franchise um yeah Fair enough. So there's that. Uh, next up, um, we got so Disney Plus or Disney, shockingly, is releasing a bunch of their shows now on physical media, which, like I said, truly, truly shocks me. We've gotten Loki season one. We just recently got WandaVision season one, or I guess that WandaVision isn't getting a second season. So I guess just WandaVision, the series. Um, actually released this week because uh, we're recording on the 28th of November. So it actually released today. Um, but next up in line is um, the Mandalorian uh, seasons. Um, I swear they freaking better be releasing Hawkeye on physical media. I'm just saying, or there's going to be an uproar. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, the Mandalorian, honestly, I, these are some pretty cool steel books. Um, I still have not watched um, any more episodes than what Caleb showed me of the Mandalorian. So I am hella behind. Um, I need honestly, to- if you watch season one and season two, you're good. Season three was not like, there's a few good episodes in season three, but it started getting like campy. Well, that sucks. Yeah. I, I heard the uh, episode with Jack Black and um, oh shit, oh, what's her Lizzo? name? Yeah, Lizzo. Um, that I'm, did that take you out of uh, Star Wars? Like, it just felt like not weird. really. It ju- it felt like they were going in a goofy direction, and I'm like, no, let's stop this. <laughs> and so I'm hoping that they course correct. Right. Um, but I did hear Dave Filoni just got a. Uh, a promotion within Lucasfilms, so he's oh. he's kind of up there with Kathleen Kennedy now. So hopefully he can freaking steer her in the right direction. Dude, the fact that her um her contract keeps getting extended is just insane to me. She she has burned so many bridges when it comes to the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, like who who is like extending her contract? No, like seriously, because she's thrown George Lucas under the bus, which is bullshit for the man that created Star Wars. Um, I think she's had uh, she's talked about Bob Iger behind his back. Um, Yeah, 
just how the, the hell is Disney? How yeah. the hell do you still have a job? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't know how she's, how she's working for Disney still. I, I, I don't understand. I'm hoping that that's what this promotion for Dave Filoni is where it's, it's him slowly like taking over Kathleen Kennedy's job so they could just kick her to the curb. That would be nice. That would be nice. I'm not even a huge Star Wars guy, and I'll I'll agree that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be fantastic. Because mm. what I mean, the shit that she freaking or that I don't I, I don't even know who greenlit stuff for season three Mando, but th- those people need to be fired. <laughs> um. So yeah. So this is the season one steelbook. Um. Freaking love pretty it. Cool. Yeah. Great. I love great a good design. artistic design, and this is perfect. Like, right? Yeah. So so good. Uh, and then we got season two. This one's freaking dope. I like them both. Like I, I love yeah. that it. It kind of has like a, a colored pencil vibe about it. It does. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, I really like it too. And honestly, of all the art styles, like. Something about colored pencil drawings just work for me. Like, and I'm talking like out of every other medium, like paint, oil, oil based paints, watercolors, like something about colored pencils, just like I dig. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of has that colored pencil vibe, at least from the the <laughs> the quality that I'm able to see it right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. I th- I thought I blew it up enough, but I guess I did not. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, no, that just it, it, it's not you at all. Like if I had this full screen, like it it would, but I have to have all these other like controls up. So <laughs> fair. <laughs> all right, so so we got that. Uh, and then we got the uh, Mutant Mayhem Steelbook. Um, this one I'm kind of a little indifferent about. Um, the whole Steelbook design is kind of. I don't know. It kind of feels plain to me because um, they definitely just slapped like every single poster that they could have on the steelbook. Cause this is, cause this was the teaser poster. I'm pretty sure it was. Um, I'm assuming that's not that. I, I think that's a red. red. Yeah. Yeah. It's red bandana. Um, so this was the teaser poster. If you open it, it's like the group shot of them all doing like cert, like it's Leo like running with his sword forward, uh, face not faced forward, his his sword lunged, uh, Raph running with Raph looks the weirdest in my opinion, um, <laughs> Raph like running with like one sigh, just I I I I can't explain it that well, um, but unfortunately I couldn't find any pictures with the opening of the steelbook, but that's how Raph looks. Donnie looks fine. He's he's like jumping up with his like bow stash bow stash bow staff swooshed up in the air and then mikey um i think mikey's skateboarding and he like has one of his nunchucks twirling in the air um i don't know it just kind of looks weird to me um feels out of place and then the um the background the sorry the uh, back of the steelbook is literally uh just a close-up of their faces from that shot um so it's just close-up headshots of them Same. It it is kind of lame and it sucks because it's such a great movie. Like, Dude, what, I why preferred... are they gonna do the turtles? Why are they gonna do the turtles this bad? Yeah, I know. Like, the, listen, the posters were cool, but they served their purpose. Yeah, 
Dude, I would have even I would have even preferred if they just like used the the main title and just blew that up across the whole fair steelbook. But like, just if, you- if you're gonna go basic, go go basic. Don't freaking copy a, and paste a poster. Yeah, right. In like, the fact for how, for how special I feel the animation is in this movie, just how um how gorgeous it is. Th- it, I feel it's a freaking slap in the face to this movie just to just slap the posters on every single uh, side of yep. the uh, of the steelbook. But what lazy. do we know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Super lazy. Am I still going to buy it? Probably. Um, <laughs> Rose, you're just contributing to the problem. <laughs> but it's Ninja Turtles, man. And it's Dude, a great it, Ninja Turtles movie. It is. It is a great Ninja Turtles movie. But you are part of the problem. They're just like, ah, oh, whatever. We'll just slap this. People will buy it anyway. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. I need Especially to- with like the love and care that went into this movie, I'm surprised that they didn't do something special for. for right? That. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, shocker! They're re-releasing the Avatar movies, but this time in the collector's editions, with uh both being four disc sets. Um, believe both come with the extended cut. So we're finally getting an extended cut of Avatar The Way of Water, which I am actually excited for. Um, I don't really give a shit about the extended cut of Avatar, but The Way of Water, I'm in. Um, it's going to make it like four freaking hours, I'm sure. But you know what? That's okay. Um, but like, honestly, like I kind of wish, cause I didn't love the, uh, steelbook artwork for the way of water. That's why I didn't pick it up. I just picked up the regular 4k. Um, I kind of wish that these were steelbooks because I freaking love the designs of, of these covers. Um, like this one's great. And then I especially love the one for way of water. Like those are pretty cool. Right, these would look so beautiful on Steelbook. It, it, um, I, I'm just kind of jumping back and forth. Those no, you're are good. very, those are very close to being the same damn cover, though. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just had to like give it a quick little like back and forth, but yeah, those are really freaking close <laughs> to basically being the same shit. Literally just the background colors changed. You're walking a fine line, Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But like, uh, even I mean, like the, how it opens, that. it looks like a steelbook. Because like uh, the openings, I believe on the first one, it's the same. That yeah, like when you open it, it's Sully and um, Zoe Saldana's character. I forget her name. Sorry. Um like, I guess, like, when you take off the slipcover and, like, open it. So, I'm, I'm assuming these are, like, digipacks. Um, when you open it, you know, you got both of them on each side. I feel that, yeah, you could have done that with a steelbook, too. Would have made complete sense. I mean, I'll give them this. At least there's consistency. Fair. But it, it, whatever they do for number three, it better match this to a T. Um. Caleb, I, I want to remind you about Indiana Jones, so I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, as much as I would love for that to happen, um, that's been a consistency, especially this year. Um, I think we already talked about it like last week or so. The freaking Mission Impossible movies, how like the first six, I think it was six, 
like are like so consistent. They look great together. And then they decided to F it all up with number seven. <laughs> like say what you will about the fast and furious movies, but at least when fast X came out, it actually kept the consistency with how the other steelbooks looked. Like if I was a fast and furious fan, Oh my God, those would look so beautiful on a shelf. Dude. I but hate I'm, when I'm, they do that. Like so much. Like I, I, I forget what series it is. Like I, I want to say it's like Monk or something, but the 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 DVD packs for for those seasons, it's like every season number is on the top like of the spine, and then it's like season six is on the bottom, and then it goes back to being on the top for the rest of the seasons. <laughs> it's like, excuse me, while I go burn my collection. <laughs> it's it's just like, bro, like who? who needs to get fired who didn't yeah. get the memo consistency people it's not that freaking hard yeah like <sighs> that's so dumb look i i know that a lot of people don't collect physical media anymore and to so many people it doesn't mean anything um which you know what for the fact that streaming services just keep going up in price and that you people don't own movies anymore I wish that people would just re- I hope that physical media has a comeback. I don't think it's going to, but I, I can't express how much joy it brings me that even though I do have most of the streaming services, the fact that even if that movie gets taken off, I still have it in my possession. Like I can just straight up go, go up to one of my shelves, be like, ha, I got it in the highest definition that you can get bitches. I mean, fair enough, but just to play devil's advocate on that, I could do the same thing if I purchase it digitally. But technically, that it's it's not yours to own. Even though you buy it, the studio can still take it from you. All right. No, I'll give no, you that. no. I'm just saying, no one can take my my uh, 4K disc away from me. <laughs> it's like Disney. Unless sends, you know, yeah. send some executives and just like freaking beats the shit out of you. <laughs> Let's see. We got all the Marvel. We it's got like all you, the you did kind of sign your name away with that sketchy Disney service. So it's like they come just beat the living shit out of you. Take your movies and leave. That's, <laughs> like I did. I got to make sure with that, that I canceled my, uh, my featured title of the month. Cause I, I got to make sure I don't get charged for that shit. <laughs> oh man. I actually have been considering canceling that, but then freaking they announced like, Oh, Hey, here's the, uh, an exclusive 20th anniversary of holes. I'm like, I hate you guys. <laughs> I hate you. Disney movie club. Um, anyway, moving on, uh, next up. Uh, and, uh, this is the last release that we're going to talk about. Uh, we got the exorcist believer coming out to a 4k and steelbook. And um, so there's two steelbooks coming out one. This one's the best buy exclusive 4k steelbook, which honestly, this is probably going to be one of the last uh, 4k best buy exclusive steelbooks. Cause uh, I think we've already said it on the podcast that uh, come quarter one of 2024 best buy is completely getting rid of all of their physical media movies in their stores and online. They won't ev- even sell them online anymore. Oh, damn. Um, yeah. So I wonder who's uh, what um, store is going to pick up the uh, the contract uh, for uh, 4K steelbooks. Um, My money is on Target. Studios. 
I don't know, man. Target cut back their movie uh, selection even uh, even worse than it was before. So my money, my money actually might be on Walmart. Hmm. Walmart actually still has a decent sized um, movie section. So I, I wonder could be if wrong. Amazon would get in on that. I wouldn't hate that. I mean, as long as they know how to freaking package a steelbook. <laughs> Although, you know what? I can't say I can't get mad at them too much because freaking sometimes Best Buy sucked at it. Like they would t- literally day one release 4K steelbook. They'd pack it in. Um, they would either pack it in a box with no protection whatsoever. No bubble wrap just so it can just freaking just flail all over the place or in a bubble mailer that literally has no bubble whatsoever. There's no protection. So literally two ways for it just to get dented to shit. Thankfully it's been a while since I've had a damaged steelbook from Best Buy. Um, especially the freaking Oppenheimer one. Thank God that that one came in literally pristine condition, except for there's a spine slit, which I can totally look past. It's not that bad considering that that steelbook goes over, goes for over a hundred dollars now on eBay. Um, it's sold out that fast. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very curious who's uh who's gonna take the the mantle for like the go to um for uh steelbooks. So mm. we'll see. Um but anyway, um getting on to the Exorcist Believer. So like I said, this is the 4K steelbook. Um I've I've never seen the Exorcist yet, and I kick myself because I told myself, okay, uh when this movie got released in theaters, okay, I'm gonna watch the first movie and then I'm gonna go see this movie. I never did. I kicked myself because I really wanted to go see this in theaters and um, support David Gordon Green because I know people don't love the uh, new Halloween trilogy. And I've said my piece about Halloween ends, but I still really liked what he ha- what he added to the franchise. And I do want to uh, show my support for him as a director, um, because apparently for how bad this movie was received, um, he has cast a doubt on if he will return for the uh, two planned sequels. Um, so that freaking sucks. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, it's an exorcist believer. Um, I forget her name. It's the lady from the original, the mom of, uh, the daughter Reagan. Um, so you got her, um, I guess in the shadows, whatever. And I like that the lights, um, make out a cross. I actually think that's really cool. Um, yeah, that's I, I super think- sick. Yeah, that that's very creative. Um, and then when you open it, um, the opening is actually the uh, the front of the next steelbook, which is oh, the two girls. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I didn't know Caleb was so opposed to demonic shit, dude. I um, I can't stand that shit. At least, like, <laughs> love that listen, shit. Listen, like the the demonic possession stuff, like I can typically handle. It, the second it starts like deforming someone's face, I'm like, no, nope, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, then definitely do not watch the first Exorcist, man. Yeah, do wasn't planning on it, <laughs> uh, dude. You're such a pussy. Yeah, and. <laughs> uh, dude have you actually heard about like some of the uh behind the scenes shit that happened with that movie that, no don't don't no, even dude. no 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 this isn't bad no no it's nothing oh, like okay. well actually it was bad but it's nothing like that no apparently when <laughs> one scene lane, where uh, oh sh- <laughs> shut up guess my ass um there's one i think it's the the girl that plays reagan there's one part where she gets like thrown um onto her bed 
And I guess like the wire work wasn't appropriate or it wasn't set up right to where it actually messed up her spine for life. Oh, like she's not like she can still walk. I think, I think she's still alive. (laughs) (laughs) I hope she is her. I'm going to feel like an asshole. You you think, (laughs) um, but yeah, you know what? I got to because if I don't, I'm going to feel like it's such a dick. Okay, Wound Memento. <laughs> Caleb, do you want to talk about how much you hate this cover? Dude, I, listen, it's not that I don't hate I I hate it. For the movie that it's about, I think the, the cover looks really good. Um, It's just for the squeamish little baby in me. Like it. <laughs> sorry um like i said it's something about like face deformities and it's something that it just like completely like morphs these children's faces it is something that is just like haunting to look at and i don't think the I, black and white helps any too like i'd almost prefer for this to be in color all right fair like just I don't know. I I I couldn't say that confidently enough, though. The the I don't know. The black and white just adds another un unworldly vibe about it. That yeah. just, it's unsettling. So yeah, I'm uh. Ew. <laughs> so they so it says in the famous scene where Reagan McNeil is mutilating herself with a crucifix, actress Ellen Burstyn, um. Chris, Mc, uh, Chris, oh, so so Chris McNeil uh, rushes to the bed to stop her daughter. The demon then shoves Chris McNeil across the room in one violent motion, and her scream is blood curdling and painful. That chilling scream that many of us will never forget was actually authentic. The stuntman had a wire rigged to the actress to pull her backwards and abruptly for the filming of the scene. Unfortunately, the mechanics were rigged with full force and her painful scream was the result of a permanent and painful spinal injury that she sustained during filming. Damn. Oh my gosh. Dude, could you imagine being the director and just like, yes, that's the energy we want. That's oh shit. (laughs) So yes, cut print. Oh shit, she ain't moving. <laughs> it's like, get up, let's go again. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> like more fear this time. <laughs> more fear. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Oh, I feel shit. like I feel like the uh, at least from what I've I've listened because I listened to the uh, or watched the stump people react videos on yeah. YouTube a lot. The the uh, I think it's like the unwritten rule that if there's a shot where someone gets like legitimately injured, like that's kind of like the shot to use. Really? Yeah. Unless it's just like catastrophically like unusable footage. So like that scene in um where uh because i don't think it's ever the scene like even the behind the scenes shot i don't think has ever been showcased but um the actor that played the stuntman for uh, harry potter um how basically i think like he got whipped back so so hard while filming a scene for deathly house part one that yeah it paralyzed him yeah 
like that's it's just like the rule of thumb like i a lot of um stunt people have said that that's just the the unwritten rule of filmmaking at least when it comes to stunts like if you actually get hurt like that's that's the the cut to use okay it it just so it like sort of like glorifies your your injury a bit in a way that sounds really effed up. It is, but it's just like just I would kind of I would I mean, like think about it. If you're a stunt person working on a movie and you actually get hurt and they don't use that clip, it'd just be like, dude, that's freaking bullshit. Like yeah, I freaking like put my body on the line to make this shot work. Yeah. And like at least you know it's it's authentic. So Yeah, right? Fair, yeah, fair but, like it, I mean, they've done that with like a bunch of stuff where people have like, I like had accidents on set or where someone's like accidentally gotten punched and stuff. Like, like you, it's, it's just the unspoken rule. You have to use that shot. <laughs> okay, interesting. Like I said, just as long as it's still usable. Yeah. And fits like the tone. So that's why the I mean, the stunt people are crazy. It's like even if they actually get injured, they kind of have to like push through to just make their shit work. Like They'll they'll push through the scene until someone yells cut. And then they're like, yeah, I'm hurt. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, So, yeah, like I'd be I'd be genuinely. I, if if you were about to say that they didn't use the shot where she actually got hurt, like I would have, I would have been pissed. <laughs> you know what? Fair. Um, but yep that that is it for um, 4K Spotlight for the uh, the month of uh, December. We got some good stuff coming out. I'm excited. Uh, my wallet isn't, but um, I I am definitely definitely excited. Yeah. So. Um, all right, moving on over to our new segment, Pleaser Teasers. Uh, so for those of you that are curious about this new segment, this is just this is for movies that came out in the past month. So these are all trailers that got released in November, at least ones that like interested in us enough to want to do like make. These are ones that are more than likely going to end up being episodes at some point in the future. Like more than likely, just pending our opinions on them and if they're like actually good or or not. Um, But as you can see, the first one that we're going to be discussing is Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Dude, dude, was there any indication that this one was coming out? Because this one was a complete shocker. Um, there was, uh, I mean, there, there was a teaser poster like a little while ago. Um, but I mean, I follow Jason Reitman on, uh, Instagram. So I, I knew that there was a sequel to after like coming out. Um, I, I didn't know up until a couple months ago that he wasn't directing. It was actually a new director. Um, but, um, but I, I did know that uh, shortly after Afterlife that they were planning a, a sequel because Afterlife, w- it was decently successful. It wasn't, you know, super successful. Um, but I know that they are saying that uh, this one, they're they're really hoping, they're pushing that this will be um, like um, 
the highest Ghostbusters opening ever. Um, that that's what they're really pushing for. Um, which, you know, honestly, I, I feel that it really could happen, um, for how many, uh, people were brought back to the franchise from afterlife and just how much people really enjoyed that, um, adding in, um, you know, new characters, uh, while also paying respects to, to the original. Um, I feel like it had a really good balance between that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think it could happen. I mean, I'm sure I will be seeing this movie multiple times on opening weekend. Yeah, I'm super excited for this one, especially, I mean, the original cast is coming in for this. They've got the new cast like this is going to be a big movie. Dude, and the fact that you're also adding in Patton Oswalt and Kumal Nagiani, dude, completely sold. Yeah, very, very sold on this one. So uh, excitement level for this one. I'm a 10 shocker. I I figured you would be. But um, I'm up there too. I'm I'm sitting at like an eight out of ten. Hell yeah, dude! Freaking, I, I will say this trailer has um created because I, I follow like I think like three Ghostbusters uh, fan pages on Facebook, um and you know they'll they'll showcase you know like there are certain um franchises throughout the world and you know like what they're adding to you know like the proton packs um you know sh- re- really cool shit like it's awesome how dedicated these how some fans are um to to this franchise i mean i i, I love this franchise don't get me wrong this is one of my like ghostbusters is my favorite comedy of all time i love this franchise so much but i mean i'm not as dedicated as some other fans are i i mean i don't have i have a i have a couple i have like two proton packs but they're ones from like spirit halloween um so it's not like i've made my own proton pack i don't have like a modified like jumpsuit stuff like that but when this trailer was first released and at the end shot i don't know if you remember when it's um paul red and the the kids in the background they're wearing that like red um that uh red winter coat you, you yeah. remember that shot yeah, yeah, yeah. so literally <laughs> For the last month, or I, I don't know how, uh, yeah, ba- basically for the last month, I've seen so many freaking posts about people being like, oh, hey, uh, they're releasing a close to replica uh, remake of this jacket. Um, oh, this is the closest you can get right now. Shit is like $1,200 or, um, yeah, Damn. yeah, right. Um, from what I've been told, like the one that's like literally the exact same is coming out in the next couple of months by the I think like the person that the, from the the actual company that they got the uh, jackets from for the movie um, but yeah dude, so many freaking mods of people just trying to grab a random red winter jacket um, and you know add the freaking uh, patch name and the Ghostbusters logo on the sleeve um, and like so like some of the amounts of people people are paying I'm just like Dude, people, be patient. You'll you'll get a, a screen accurate one in a couple of months. Don't be freaking having to pay out. Pay, wow, don't be taking out a personal loan just to make your Ghostbusters cosplay complete. Yeah, it, dude. Like, I love the idea of cosplay. Like, oh, just like the idea, like creating a a suit and everything and it's something that i would like to do not for myself though (laughs) okay like i would love to like build a suit and helmets and stuff but i i 
I don't know if I could ever be the person to like wear one. Like there are definitely some helmets that I would like, I would love to own like a Mandalorian helmet. Um, so what you're telling me is if we ever go to another comic con, you wouldn't want to dress up. No, I don't know uh, if I have the confidence to do that. Darn. <laughs> but I would, on, love, man. I would love to get connected with someone that's like, that wants to do cosplay, but maybe can't because they don't have like the, the, the skill to, and just okay. work with them to build like suits and shit. Cause I, I would, I would love doing shit like that. Mm. Or at least building like the big props that they like typically wouldn't be able to to get. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think of like any like Ghostbusters uh equipment I could uh ask you to help me build <laughs> for a cosplay. <laughs> but um Would you do a cosplay? Um I mean as a Ghostbuster, definitely. Uh, not as like Hawkeye yeah. or anything like that. No, but, I, I mean, mean it I, definitely, it definitely like it's just whatever you're comfortable wearing. Exactly. I think what and someone like I forget what I think it was in um, it was like a Ghost Core um special that someone did. They said they like summed it up so perfectly. They're just like you know, um, uh, you know, if someone's you know um doing you know like Iron Man, Captain America. You know, those kind of certain characters, like, unfortunately, like they, um, to many people, they have a certain body type. Yeah. Um, and so they're, they're, unfortunately, like you're going to feel honestly, unfortunately ashamed if you go as many of those characters, but like with Ghostbusters, you, a Ghostbuster can be anybody. It doesn't matter the size, the weight, uh, the height, nothing. Um, there's, a, uh, there's a realistic <laughs> standard with Ghostbusters. <laughs> there is, um, and I, I think that that just adds another um, reason to to just love this franchise. Um, and you know, like you don't even you can actually have your own last name um, on on your costume because even in the original uh, Ghostbusters, Peter says the franchise rights alone franchise rights alone will make us millions and. Yeah, like Ghostbusters can be anywhere. It doesn't have to just be in New York. It can be in Ohio, um, Pennsylvania, you know, shit, shit like it can be anywhere. Um, like, honestly, every single state has their own um, their own uh, Ghostbusters. Um, God, what's the word? Uh, I'd say clan. <laughs> OK, yeah, let's go with that. Uh, has their own um, Ghostbusters clan. Um you know, like out here, they got the Ghostbusters of Salt Lake. Um, I'm sure they got one in Georgia. I'd be very shocked if Georgia doesn't have their own uh, Ghostbusters. Uh, so it's really freaking cool. Like, honestly, this is like my favorite fandom uh, when it comes to uh, like anything that I'm interested in. Um, because very rarely do you see any Ghostbusters fans um, like like shit on other other fans. Um, they're, they're out to just build each other up and, you know, like recommend, Oh, Hey, you know, like your proton pack looks great. Your suit looks great. Um, maybe just to make it a little more, make it a little more movie accurate. I might add this if, if possible, if you can't suit looks amazing. Like you look fantastic. It looks great. Whereas like with the Halloween franchise, uh, some other stuff, like people are assholes. Um, if you have a different opinion. Um, so if there's like one fandom that like, I am truly proud to be a part of and just, increases my love for these these movies even more it, it's ghostbusters yeah yeah like that i yeah i can't i can't think of a single like negative experience i've had with 
with a Ghostbusters fan. Right. Ah, I really hope this movie makes a bunch of money because the the fact that this franchise has been brought back to life, it makes me so goddamn happy. Yeah. So very excited for this for this movie. Yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to go on a tangent. No, you're you're good. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Next up, we got the trailer for Inside Out 2, which this is more just a teaser. Uh, but this, this seems fun it uh i didn't think a, a sequel to inside out 2 would work i was honestly freaking not mad but i'm just like why when they announced it but this shit looks great um yeah i i forget the other three uh emotions that they're introducing okay so but- there is anxiety um then there's embarrassment envy <laughs> Uh, what they call on way, which is just is more like boredom. Interesting. And then, oh balls! There's another one. I forget which one though. Oh, there's five being introduced. Or Damn. is it just the, no? I thought it was one, four. Two, three. Yeah, it's the four. Okay, so that's that's oh, the, okay. the, the additional four. Okay. Um, some I feel make a little more sense than others. Um, I will say this. I do not know how they're going to justify what they showed us at the end, showing us the inside the minds of the parents and only having the five core emotions. I I mean, I I'm assuming like anxiety, especially like that's one that sticks with you for life. Um, yeah, in my well, opinion, some people like have this theory that they're going to like merge with their like, Hmm. like merge together with some of like the other emotions because anxiety this is the reason I, f- I feel like it's a kind of a weird combination for them to bring in like anxiety because i'm like anxiety isn't that just a fear response touche i'm like so i feel like so that's what people are thinking that maybe anxiety is going to merge with fear and that's going to be like the puberty version of uh of riley's fear okay um and then envy and i don't know even though like disgust would kind of like fuse together that i mean that makes because i mean when uh when they announced like you know the original emotions disgust i feel was like the one that people were just like is that really even an emotion that, that was the one that people were scratching their heads about. I mean, it, it worked out in the yeah. movie, but that, that was definitely one that people were just like, okay, the other four make sense. Um, that That's the one that we're kind of questioning. Yeah. But yeah, that, that that's their, their theory. This is that they're going to like merge and then there's going to be like the, it's going to like create what the puberty ver or like the post puberty version of Riley is. Okay. Interesting. But, yeah, like maybe, but they ha- I, they have to justify like it, it, the other emotions, like from what we've saw in the past ones. Like I, yeah. I feel like they can't they can't ignore that. Oh, I agree. No, absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, I I'm excited to see what they do. I've already kind of really liked what they've done with anxiety. Um, oh, dude, yeah, and especially the fact that Maya Hawk is playing. 
anxiety. Yeah, right? like, she, fantastic. <laughs> Dude, my favorite bit, and like someone pointed it out because I didn't catch it at first. They're just like, I love how anxiety just has like all the baggage. I'm like, ah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's great. That's good. Yeah, but I'm excited to see what they do with the uh, the other emotions or the other new ones. Um, is it just me or like because I mean, they did release like a, a poster after this trailer. Did embarrassment look like a uh, bing bong? Uh, yes, very much so. Okay, I I I'm very curious to see if that if that's the route that they go. That maybe embarrassment is like a bing bong lookalike. Yeah, because like oh, embarrassed of like an imaginary friend that I don't know. Like sounds, I think something along the, those lines would be interesting to. It's gonna to make me about. sad if Riley's embarrassed of bing bong. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I still haven't recovered from that. Yeah, I'm pumped to see what they what they do with this movie though. Oh, dude, same here. Like, Inside Out is like probably my top three favorite Pixar films. So I really hope that they don't F the sequel up. (laughs) I really hope they don't. It's going to be a fine line for them to walk. Yes, very much so. Um, Um, I will say, like, oh, sorry. No, you're good. No, I just want to point out, um, I had no idea that. Mindy Kaling and um uh oh my god who played Fear in the first oh Bill Hader um, yeah uh I had no idea they weren't coming back um but I feel like their replacement voices are they're good like they sound just like them especially they uh, didn't come back I I didn't even pay attention to that no right right I, I forget who's playing Disgust but she's doing a great job she sounds just like Kaling man that sucks yeah I mean I don't think it's like been um expressed why they didn't maybe just scheduling uh conflicts mm. um but uh excitement level i'm probably at a nine i i'm i'm probably sitting at an eight with this one as well all right fair enough all right next one we got is the garfield movie I don't know how to feel about this one. I don't either. <laughs> like, so I love the, fir- I love the beginning. Like, you know, we get introduced to Garfield, John sitting at, at an Italian restaurant by himself. Garfield comes up to the window. They bond. It's a really sweet moment. It's freaking adorable. Um, and then freaking you get, you see Garfield just freaking eat the whole pizza that John was feeding him a little bit of. He freaking just destroys the rest of the restaurant with the, uh, what food they have left over. And then we're introduced to adult Garfield uh, voiced by Chris Pratt. And um, yeah, uh, maybe it's because like his voice worked. So, like I, I can't express how well it worked for me as Mario. Like it was so good, but maybe that's because Mario's a human. And so, I, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I don't hate it, but I I think they should have picked a, a different person. I do too. And listen, I don't I'm not the kind of person that has like for whatever reason the hate that everyone else has about like in regards to Chris Pratt. Oh, same here. Um I love Chris Pratt. But Garfield he Dude, was, honestly they should have just that was not the call. Um 
say what you will about those live action movies, but Bill Murray is not the problem. I actually think he does a very <laughs> good job as the voice of Garfield. And you know what? I, th- I would have actually loved to see him come back as the character. You know damn well he wouldn't have. I know, but you know what? They should have just paid him if they would have offered it. They should have just paid him whatever he would have asked. Because, um, like, I, I know the voice of Garfield, and I'm I'm sorry. It's, it's just not Chris Pratt. No, it's not. Like, and it's because, like, the animation is great. Like, th- like, this just... It looks just like an updated modern version of either the classic comic strip or one of the old uh, classic cartoons just now in 3D, 3D animated, 3D animation. Um, So I will not knock the animation at all. Uh, Garfield looks great. Odie looks great. Even John, I feel, uh, looks great. Everything looks great with the animation. Um, They adapted those so well. Right. It's just the voice. Yeah, uh, it, it, that's doesn't what it. It, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Yeah, and I'm trying. Right. I like. I'm. I'm. I'm trying to think of a better voice because you can't go too. You can't go with someone that's too old. Because at least with like this this animation style, like I don't think that like Bill Murray's voice, like even back from like the the OG original or the live action ones. I don't think that voice would have worked too well with uh, with Garfield or with with this version of Garfield. His yeah. his voice for that version was was perfect. Yeah, for this version, I, it's not there. It's not there. But Fair so enough. I'm trying to think of who else could do a good Garfield voice, like just because I think you need like like a deeper voice yes definitely i'm trying to i'm trying to almost like kind of need like a voice that kind of sounds a little sleepy i i I don't know how to express it because i mean i don't know that's just always screamed garfield i mean that's how the original voice sounded Uh, you know who would have i I think would have done a really good job Hmm. um do you, are you familiar with John DiMaggio? No. Okay, so I, th- I bet you'd recognize his voice because he's done a bunch of voices. Um, have you seen Adventure Time? No. Okay. Um, Futurama? No. Son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who was he in Futurama? Bender. Oh, the robot? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I've I've never seen like an actual full episode of Futurama, but I've like seen snippets of like characters and stuff. Um, okay, yeah, I don't hate that. Yeah, That's not he, bad. He's done a lot of voices, and there's a certain like there's a certain of uh, voice that he does with Jake the dog from Adventure Time, where he's kind of like where it's like it's softer where it's like a softer tone, but he's able to go like get those deep, like the, like those deeper, uh, like a bass to his voice. I think he would have done a really good Garfield. I, yeah, dude, I, I can agree with that, but I mean, I understand Hollywood's got a Hollywood. So you kind of got to go like a B listers. Yeah. And I can't think of a, of a solid Mm. voice right now. 
Like, and it sucks because, like, I, I definitely, I feel you can tell that Chris Pratt is trying. Um, he, he is trying to make his voice work. Um, but just, it, listen, it's like, is he though? <laughs> I, I don't know. It, I, it, I, it, it's Chris Pratt. He just showed up and, and and speaks. Touche. I mean, I feel like he tried a lot. I think he, you know, put a lot of effort into his Mario voice, in my personal opinion. Um, so I, I would hope that he's doing the same with Garfield. I could be wrong. Um, but just unlike Mario, it's not working with me for Garfield. But, you know, maybe I could be wrong. Maybe when I actually go see this, I'll feel just like I did with Mario. And I'm just like, yep, okay. In this iteration, Chris Pratt, great choice as the voice of Mario. I hope that I'm the same way with Garfield. I don't think I will, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, his voice might be a little too deep. You know who was... Uh, so, do you remember the the kid who played Chris from Everybody Hates Chris? Oh, uh, Tyler something Williams? Yep. I think he would, his voice would, would be good. Dude, freaking uh, Donald Glover. That's not a bad choice. Right? I, th- I think he has, like, I mean, f- first off, we know he freaking kills it with comedy. True. And his his voice does kind of have those, like, those deeper tones. I, I feel he could freaking kill it as Garfield. Yeah, fair. I wouldn't mind seeing that. Yeah. But anyway, I my my excitement level is not very high with this one. How how low is it? I'm I'm sitting at like maybe a five out of ten. Damn, like it, it, it's a it's a coin flip for me. I'd say I'm at a six. Six. Okay. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Madam Web. This one seems like it's going to be exciting. I actually, I, 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 I'm, I'm so, gosh, I'm so on the fence with this one too. <laughs> I same. Um, I don't know exactly how I feel about you know Sony uh, branching out when it comes to their Spider-Man movies. Um, you know, we have this, then we have, we also have Craven. Um, like I like the idea, and I really hope that both are executed well. But it just, it, it kind of scares me a little bit. Same here. Like I, th- I think there's a good premise here. Um, so at least from what I've been able to gather, there. So this this evil Spider-Man is c- someone who traveled from the future to the past to kill baby Peter Parker. Oh, okay, and Madam Web like basically gains her abilities and powers to uh to gather together these three spider women and basically defeat him so it it looks like the the premise is cool um so did you see what's his face adam driver not adam is it adam driver i i feel like i have nope not adam driver uh, Adam. Isn't it Adam Scott? Yep, it's Adam Scott. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so Adam Scott, like you saw that he was in it. Mm-hmm. 
uh, yeah, so he's going to be playing young Ben Parker. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so this is like really early. I think it, like they're he's what this dude's trying to do is go back and kill one of Parker's parents because Spider-Man is his like major enemy. Okay. In in the in the future. Makes sense. Yeah, so I th- I think it's one of those deals and then Madam Web, she has the ability to see across time and space and everything. Um so yeah, she's going to be basically collecting these spider women to help fight this dude. All right. So, I mean, I, I'm interesting. I'm here for it. The, 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 pre- the premise is good and it's enough to keep my attention. That's about all it's got though. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I would definitely give you that. Yeah. So with this one, I'm also at a five out of, out of 10. I am closer to a six though. I think I'll have to match you five out of ten. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we got anyone but you. This looks freaking hilarious. You're gonna hate me. This is the trailer. Uh, I know we talked about it before, but I completely space watching this trailer before. Oh, you didn't watch this? Yeah, I'm sorry. I completely space watching it before we started. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Okay, so just for your recap and everyone else's. Um, uh, I don't even know his name. Let's say just Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> is that his name? <laughs> I'm going to laugh my ass off if it is. Glenn. Is it two ends or one? That's the deciding point if I like him or not. It is one end. Glenn okay, Powell like is his name. Don't like him. Okay, so so Glenn Powell's character and uh, Sydney Sweeney's character are two people that hooked up once upon a time that are coming together for her sister's wedding. Unbeknownst to them, both of their exes are invited to this wedding and to basically get their, their exes off of their ass. They're pretend they, they hate each other. Okay. But they, they, um, yeah, so they hate each other, but they hate their exes more. (laughs) And so the the premise is that they're pretending to be in a relationship. So it it gets her parents off her back and his ex off his back. And then it's so, yeah, it's like, like I said, a situation where they're like where they hate each other and they're trying to pull off this whole ruse and like while hating each other. Okay, that actually sounds like a really fun premise. Yeah, and it's super funny because like they're on this boat and like they come up with this this plan, and he's like, "How in the hell is anyone going to believe that we actually like each other? Let alone like we're in a relationship." And so she starts putting like her her freaking sweet talking on, and like gets all up close and in his business, and he like you could tell like he's like falling for it and then she freaking pops him in the nuts and she's like good enough for you and he's like yeah let's do it (laughs) oh shit that's great i i am so excited for this movie like (laughs) like that is fantastic yeah it looks hilarious so i i am very much here for it but i mean they do a bunch of different 
stuff that's funny. Like they're they're on a boat uh, for like that's part of the wedding, and she's like freaking like Titanic me, and so like they do the whole Titanic like floating, and then they. He like looks back and sees that no one's watching, and so he's like, "All right, we're done." And then like walks off, but he accidentally knocks her off the boat. Oh shit! And he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, so, and he freaking dives off. It like it looks it looks great. So I, I uh, I'm pumped. This is one I I'm probably at like an eight out of ten. I'm sure I'll feel this. I'd feel the same way. So yeah, um, but yeah, that's the uh, the last teaser that we got for the the month of November. At least in terms of ones that are interesting to us. No. Um, so, with that, let's say we finally get into this breakdown. Let's do it. All right. Getting into this week's headliner. Um, I forgot to post the question of the week in time. Oh, <laughs> so we do not. Yeah, so we do not have a question of the week this week. Um, but if you want to catch our questions of the week and whatnot, uh, TikTok and Instagram are the places that I typically post those. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so like I said, we, I did not post those, so we do not have those to talk about, so we can get straight into this week's, uh, breakdown. So if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually score to come to a final all bros letter grade. The eight categories that we are going to score are story, writing, acting, character development with this being an animated film we are going to be talking about the animation the music the character design and then we will be given we will be giving it a personal score at the very end all of those numbers get magically added up and spit through our algorithm and give us a albro's letter grade to compare this movie to others of a similar grade um so with that, uh, we will be posting a spoiler alert right now. So if you have not seen Wish, definitely go check it out. Otherwise, we are about to spoil the entire freaking movie for you um, in our favorite segment that we like to call Reading with Rose. All right. So King Magnifico and his wife, Queen Amaya, uh, established the kingdom of Rosas on an island in the Mediterranean Sea. Having studied sorcery, Magnifico is able to grant the greatest desires of his subjects. Each of them give up the memory of their wishes to be sealed and protected by the king until he can grant them. Once, wow, once a month as a ceremony event, Magnifico chooses one wish to be granted. 17-year-old Asha prepares to interview for the job of Magnifico's apprentice on the day of her grandfather Sabino's is that how you say it? I thought it was I swear it was different in the movie. What is so uh her grandfather, right? Is it is it Sabino? Is that how you say his name? Or 
Oh yeah, it's Sabino. It is Sabino. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so the day of her of her grandfather Sabino's hundredth birthday, Hopi Magnifico will grant Sabino's wish to inspire people. The interview goes well until Asha requests for Sabino's wish to be granted, which Magnifico declines, seeing the wish's elusiveness as a potential threat to his power. Asha realizes Magnifico never intends to return the ungranted wishes to their owners, and when she questions his methods, Magnifico refuses to accept her apprenticeship or grant any of her family members' wishes. Asha tries but fails to convince her family that that Magnifico is deceiving them. Distraught, she makes her own wish on a star. To her surprise, the star descends from the sky in the form of an anthropomorphic ball of light, which Asha names Star. Star's magic gives the forest animals, including Asha's pet goat, Valentino, the ability to talk, prompting Asha to enlist Star's help in retrieving her family's wishes. Star's presence is sensed by everyone in the kingdom, and Magnifico feels threatened by it. Despite Amaya's plea, pleads, please, wow. Sorry. Uh, he turns to dark magic to maintain his position of power as his subjects begin to doubt his way of ruling. Asha retrieves Sabino's wish and he is overjoyed to be able to remember it, but Magnifico arrives to arrest them. Having been informed that Asha was responsible for Star's summoning. Corrupted by the dark magic, Magnifico intends to use Star's magic and Rosa's wishes to increase his own powers, forcing Asha's family to flee to a nearby island. While Asha, Star, and Valentino stay behind to free the other, other citizens' wishes. One of Asha's friends, Simon, is revealed to be the one who sold Asha out to Magnifico in hopes of his wish to become a knight will be granted. Magnifico grants the wish, but additionally bewitches Simon into being his henchman and capturing Asha. Asha rallies her only her other friends, Dahlia, Bazima, Dario, Gab is it Gabo or Gabo? I want to say Gabo, Gabo, Hal, and Safi. Uh, I don't know. For some reason, the the names escape me. Sorry. Um, Maya also joins them, having discovered Magnifico's corruption. While her friends infiltrate Magnifico's study and open up the ceiling to free the wishes, Asha tries to distract Magnifico, only to be tricked by a disguised Simon. Magnifico ascends the castle's tower, absorbing the power of every wish and trapping Star. Asha attempts to stop him, but is easily overpowered as Magnifico blocks the sky, preventing the citizens from wishing on stars. Asha encourages the citizens to make a wish and and changing Rosa's future. The strength of their collective desire eventually overpowers Magnifico, trapping him inside his staff's mirror, and the citizens reobtain their sealed wishes with a newfound appreciation of pursuing them. Amaya imprisons Magnifico and becomes the sole ruler of Rosas, helping the citizens make their wishes come true on their own. A regretful Simon is forgiven by Asha and her friends. Star gifts Asha with a magic wand so that so that she can continue inspiring people to keep dreaming before returning to the sky among the other stars. All right. Hell yeah. Oof. Yeah, so just getting like straight into this, um, I will say social media did ex- did something that I really don't like with this movie. It like almost turned me against this before I'd even seen it, dude. Seriously, it freaking yeah, it irritated me. Um, 
like, don't get me wrong. Like, this is nowhere near the quality that I've seen Disney in like the past 10 years. Like, like I was telling Caleb after I finished watching this movie, cause he saw it first before me. Um, so I told him like, yeah, like th- this movie does not deserve the hate that it's getting. Like it's nowhere near as good as Encanto in my opinion. Um, but it's better than their previous movies. Like Ralph breaks the internet, uh, strange world. Like, honestly, I feel it's their best since frozen Two, And I feel that's actually a huge compliment for how good I think frozen two is. Um, so it doesn't deserve this. Hey, it's not a great Disney movie, but it's not a bad Disney movie, dude. Not even a little bit. Like I went in thinking like, okay, it's probably going to be cutesy and whatever. But like, I don't know about you, but the videos that I was getting were like, oh, how does Disney go from this showing all of like the great Disney songs in like the past however long and then they're like to this and then it's the the king's song which granted is not my favorite song to come from this movie but i mean yeah. like, it, it was still a good song it's not that yeah dude i saw so many people being like how do we go from we don't talk about bruno to yeah the this is the thanks i get one i will i will tell you that this why the music feels so different in this one compared to you know encanto and other disney movies before you know moana shit like that it's because lin-manuel miranda did not write the music for this one it's a completely different writer for the, for the music so you can't fault you can't immediately get mad at it for not having the same style as uh lin-manuel miranda Ooh, they like, tried mimicking it hard, though. They they did, <laughs> they, 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 they did, um, and, and you know what? For it, it fails probably more than it succeeds. But I still feel that the the music, the soundtrack, does not deserve the hate that it's getting. Yes, um, this is the thanks I get. Not the greatest song in this movie. Definitely not. It's it's probably the weakest Disney. It's probably the, one of the weakest villain songs that I've heard from any Disney movie. I'm not. I'm just gonna say that right now. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but there are some other songs in this movie that are freaking gems that deserve some love, dude. There are some that go hard. Yes, that I'm just <laughs> like, okay, okay. You know what? I like this Disney. I'm in. Okay, you're you're reeling me back in. I mean, honestly, the movie never lost me really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just like I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry to say when, when, when you don't have like, because I, don't, I love Lemanuel Miranda. He is, he is a freaking gem. One of the greatest music. Um, what's the word? I guess music creators, whatever. Um, to grace this industry, he, he's amazing. I love the guy, but for what this movie had to work with and not having him on board, I mean, I I don't know what the behind the scenes were with this and why he wasn't on this. I don't know if they wanted to go to a completely different direction and that's why they didn't ask him to do it or just he downright refused to do it. I doubt that was the case. Lin-Manuel Miranda doesn't strike me as someone like that. Um, But whatever the case, I still think it's a solid Disney soundtrack. It's not great. Um, I've heard way better um, <coughs> in Kanto. Um, <laughs> everyone knows I've said my piece about Encanto and how much I love that movie. Um, but it is not bad. It is not horrible. Like so many people are saying. Yeah. Dude, like the same thing with this, this movie in general, this movie got yeah. so much shit. Like, like it's not I mean, like the story here is 
is rock freaking solid. Yeah, it's it's. It, I mean, it's 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 kind of like a basic basic. Yeah, it's story. definitely on the on the planer side, but like, but there's nothing I, wrong with that. I mean, honestly, just getting into my score, I'm probably sitting about eighty, like a, a pretty firm yeah. eighty. Yeah, dude, I think I'm I'm gonna match you there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it it's kept my attention. Super solid. It was. I think the the reason that it's not higher is because I think they they. I think the Easter eggs kind of dis- distracted from the story a bit. That's fair. Um, yeah, I will fully admit um, that, like, especially um, they really drive it home hard uh, at the end where, oh, you know, Magnifico becomes uh, the the magic mirror and um, Asha becomes the fairy godmother. I'm just like, okay. But on, honestly, if you if you guys drove this any more home, I would just just put on Cinderella at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're hammering this in a little too hard. We get it. You're you're paying homage to uh, an OG Disney film. We 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 get it. Yeah. Um, I will say though the freaking credits, uh, how they like they had like classic Disney characters like bro, um, that like, was drawn awesome. out in stars. Yeah, that shit was cool. That was really cool. Um, but um, yeah, just like a good story, but just like a basic. Not I, I'm not even gonna say bland, but just a basic Disney story, and there, and that's not bad. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Not not even a little bit. Um, honestly, I would say the writing is about on the same page as this. That's fair. I, I don't I, know I if I could justify going any higher or lower with with it. Yeah, you know what? Same, dude. I yeah, I agree. Yeah, like our our like our baseline, and like I think we've said this before. Our baseline for for these these films they they are it's like sitting around 75 and then we go up or down from there mm-hmm. and this was it yes it, like we said it was basic but it was good like yeah. a good basic and so i think that's it that's about what what an 80s at yeah i i agree like I, i'm sure that no i'm sure um wow i butchered that like don't wrong, there were certain, some scenes that I'm just like, okay, this is like really stupid. Um, like, I don't know why. This there is was a like, frequent amount of those. <laughs> the, my biggest one that I'm, I literally rolled my eyes uh, was the whole uh, the chick, the chicken scene. I was like, why is this in here? I, the ch- I, 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 <laughs> I don't know. Like, was I, it I did not or, like yeah, that scene it was at all. Absolutely dumb. But I'm like, meh. That that that's just my personal opinion. I did not like that scene at all. Yeah, um, trying to think of other shit. I loved the star. The star was a freaking yeah. Adorable. The star was good. Valentino um, got my nerves though. <laughs> si- oh, same. Yeah, if there's one character I did not, I could not stand was Valentino. Um, I I honestly wanted more of her friends. Um, her friends were great. Yeah. Dude, how long did it take you to pick up that they were basically the seven dwarves? Um, till about five seconds ago. Really? Yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. Like, not at all. No, huh, bro? Yeah. Now I gotta go watch I'm, it again. 
dude, I'm shocked. Like, yeah, you I didn't pick up one, on that. Well, the freaking dude with the ears, he was dopey. Oh. He had the same, like, the, they had the same color I, scheme dude, and everything. When you, when you said that there are so many uh, nods to OG Disney films, I apparently I didn't take your uh, your uh, wording that seriously because, um, yeah, for dude, some reason that just went over my head. Um, okay, so well, uh, that's making sense now because yeah, the shorter one, the he's, he's one? anger. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, I caught the Bambi one. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, I don't even know if it was technically a reference, but I I consider it to be where the bear being named John, like little John from Robin Hood. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, and then um, the deer, he's just like, hey, thanks for not eating me, John. No problem, Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> what there's a line that i forget what animal says that it's um it's a line from frozen that i'm just like oh my god uh oh wasn't it like i love crazy or some shit like that yeah yeah <laughs> i'm just like oh my god <laughs> Dude, I, I i caught that one too i'm like brow <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what? Frozen is their highest grossing, not only their highest grossing, but it's still like the Frozen 2 is still the highest grossing animated film. So, you know what? I can excuse putting in a reference to Frozen. I get that. Yeah. Okay. So because of some of the Easter eggs that we got, I, I think I'll bump it up to like one point <laughs> to like an, yeah. 80, to an 81. I thought the... The, some of the references were clever, and so yeah. Um, I think other I'm still ones stick with an eighty. Fair, totally fair, but yeah, I mean, there were some that were just like, no duh, but like uh, the Peter Pan reference. Oh like, yeah, that I'm one like, couldn't oh have been my. more obvious if you tried. It's like, oh hey, this guy, this kid named Peter wants to make a flying machine. You two should work together. This <laughs> <laughs> is like, oh my, oh my hell. Yeah. Uh, whoever they got to voice Peter though sounded exactly like the uh OG. I would have laughed my ass off if it was um oh my god. Just like reused I, footage. No, if it was freaking uh uh who played him in a uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. That oh wasn't that was it uh, Will Arnett? Yeah, that was Will yeah. Arnett. <laughs> Turns out it's the Sweet Pete version. Sweet Pete, that's oh my gosh. But yeah, I mean, there was that. I mean, the Cinderella one was just run into the ground. Yeah, like, I'm su- I'm genuinely surprised that you didn't pick up freaking the Seven Dwarves reference. Yeah, dude, I am too. Dude, I'm gonna watch this again, and I'm just gonna be like. Um, Jonathan, you're a dumbass for not picking up on that. You are absolutely a dumbass, dude. They, it, it was the like it we're was supposed to lift each scheme. other up, man. Don't no, freaking like, no. like you're not. <laughs> you freaking suck at these at these freaking references. But, Holy uh, shit! What's up, Plunge? What's up, man? Just freaking roasting the shit out of Rose over here for being like blind as a bat. Holy shit! Hey, um, do you remember what I have to wear? I have to wear them too, asshole. Yeah, but not 
I, I mean, I probably should be. I choose oh. not to. Oh. <laughs> I mean, mine have become such a staple of me that anyone that sees me without glass, they're just like, is something different about you? Like, what the hell happened? I'm just like, seriously. <laughs> My <laughs> big dumb idiot not noticing the door. Rude. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Man, does anyone does anyone want to make the wound bigger? Sam, do you want to join in on this? I don't think Sam's watching. Uh, Everyone knows the Doors reference in the hit movie Wish. It was a hit movie. So so right, dude. Did you see how bad? Strong term. Oh, did you see how bad the box office weekend was for this movie? Oh, is it doing bad? Oh, dude, it's doing so bad. It came in number three. Hunger Games still number one. Then Napoleon, and then Wish. Oh, so, damn! So for the five day weekend, it brought in about thirty million. If we're only counting the weekend, only nineteen million. Oh yeah, dude, the, you can count Wish as a box office bomb. Like yeah. honestly, I will be shocked if they don't put this on Disney Plus by Christmas just to try to capitalize on it. No, no, we are not making fun. We're yes, not we are. Don't let him lie to you. <laughs> no, Sam. It, it, it's a new segment called Be Nice to Rose. <laughs> uh, I won't be watching this until it's on Disney Plus next week. <laughs> Good series. Yeah, like seriously. Um, yeah, if when do, dude, I feel it would be perfect. I feel that like, the, I mean, um, when it comes to like animated Disney movies, uh, doing well on Disney Plus. Moana and Encanto have done the best, especially Encanto. That's that's what uh, got um, the movie so popular and why it's actually considered a success. It wasn't exactly... It kind of was a box office failure because it basically just broke even. Um, but it had so much popularity on Disney Plus. It was in like the top five um, for months. Um, and I think it's still in the top 10 for Disney Plus uh, stream movies. That doesn't um, surprise me because I, I right. have like that movie is always on the featured list. Yeah. Um, so that's how Encanto found its success. And I have a feeling. Um, yeah. Yeah. Plunge has got a point. Yeah. De- definitely. Uh, feels like Raya. Um, Dude, that, I don't know about that. Like, I think Wish is better than than Raya. Same. I did not like Raya. I was not a fan of Raya. I mean, no, I, I like Raya. I can't Raya just fine. It's is it just, Raya or Raya? I can I never remember. Raya. <laughs> okay. I think that um, there was a whole discussion. I can't remember. About it. Yeah, I think we did. I can't remember what we gave uh, Raya. Um, but yeah, just uh, not my favorite. Uh, um, look real quick. But yeah, dude, if they if Disney capitalizes on the fact that Christmas is on a Monday and they release this like maybe like the 20th, the 21st or 22nd on Disney plus, I feel this shit is going to take off on Disney plus. I agree. So I absolutely agree. Disney already count this off as a box office bomb. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, Don't it, that, hold that, out hope. Release yeah. it on Disney plus right before Christmas. Like you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think that you're going to have, I hope a hit on your hands with this on Disney plus. Cause yeah. sorry to say it genuinely feels like a Disney plus movie. Yeah. So we gave Ray a, a B plus. I mean, I would still give it a B it's in the B range, but I'm probably more like a B minus personally, but that's just me. 
Well, too bad. <laughs> we don't change yeah. our scores around here. Oh, I know. Like we an don't. official episode. I would love to change the unicorn store to an F. I'm kidding. I don't hate it that much. Ray was beautiful. It was just <laughs> as Aquafina. Damn. <laughs> Dude, I mean, there's there, there's truth to that. I mean, Aquafina is definitely an acquired taste when she it comes to very voice much acting because it she does not change her voice at all. Um, evident and yeah, Raya, Raya, whatever. God damn it, however the hell you say it. And when she played Scuttle and uh, the Little Mermaid, bro, whoever cast her as Scuttle needs to be fired. <laughs> uh. Yeah, automatic oh, F come on, for Aquafina. You, <laughs> you didn't love the scuttlebutt, bro. Nothing made me want to walk out of the theater more than that song. <laughs> All right, that fair was enough. Horrid. Fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. horrid. But yeah, so I think, yeah, I, I I can't justify giving wish anything higher than an eighty-one. I can't in terms of, in terms of the writing. Any, yeah, I can't justify anything higher than an 80. Yeah. Um, all right, but we can move on over to acting. With uh, So with that, we got Ariana DeBose, who voiced Asha. And we have Chris Pine, who voiced King Magnifico. Alan Tudyk, who voiced Valentino. Angelique Cabral, who voiced Queen Amaya, and I think that's all I put. <laughs> okay, that, that's fair. Keep casting her, and everything needs to be fired. Yes, talking about Aquafina, she's everywhere. She's, she is. She she absolutely is. Format looks. I mean, she was. Appreciate she was you, Riley. In, she was decent in Shang Chi. I liked her in Shang Chi. Mm. I recently rewatched that. Me. Was she? <laughs> I I I enjoy Aquafina. I like. I'm not even gonna pretend that I I hate her. I I enjoy Aquafina, but it feels like I am the loner in this. You are very much the <laughs> loner on that one. Well, um, okay. Like you said, she's an acquired taste. There's some stuff that I feel she does that's that's not bad. I mean, she wasn't like unwatchable in Shang Chi, yeah. and she has like some decent lines but um the quiz lady on hulu that actually was was surprisingly good and she was the the main character in that i have not seen that i'll have to check it out yeah it's a it's a decent one all right all right um but yeah going into acting what would your top three look like um like number three just because i if like if we were able to and i know we're not number three i would actually give to like like her whole group of friends because like i liked them all the voice cast i thought they did a great job um but number three going off you know how we actually do it i'll give to angelique cabral um she was good as amaya queen amaya um i wish she got more to do um or had more i i don't know just she was all right as a character, um, but you know, a- Angelique did did a good job with what she was given. 
Dude, uh, other than Amaya and King Magnifico, there were not very strong characters in this. There wasn't. You think that I would give number three to Alan Tudyk, but I found Valentino so freaking annoying <laughs> that I'm sorry. No. Alan Tudyk is a great voice actor, one of the best of this generation. But no, I found him so annoying. Um, number two, I got to give to Ariana DeBose, Asha. Um, I was... I mean, I'm not shocked by how much I, I enjoyed her character because she has a really nice voice and she did a great job as Asha. Um, and for the most part, I feel like she was actually a decent main character. I thought I thought Asha was very likable. Um, she really liked. She loved her. Uh, she loved her kingdom. Um, she, you know, really cared for her family. Um, Dude, Asha I, was the only well-written character. <laughs> fair. I mean, at least it was the main character. Yeah. So. There's your positive. Did you do you recognize her? I swear I do, but like, can you remind me what else she's been in? So she was she wasn't the main. uh, She was she was the friend of the girl from uh, West Side Story. Oh, wait! Oh my God! Isn't this um, Alyssa Green from the Prom? I think so. I think so. How did I not recognize her? Yeah, right. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with me? All right. Yeah, but, but sure. yeah, she she was great. Like I loved her as a character. Yeah, it is. Oh my god, what the hell is wrong with me? Yeah, she oh my god, I love her. Ariana DeBose is amazing. And honestly, she deserves more love than she gets. Mm-hmm. Um the fact, though, that she was nominated for her performance in West Side Story at the at the Oscars, that was awesome. Yeah, she's a powerhouse. She is. I love her to death. Um, but number one, um, I got to give to Chris Pine, King Magnifico. Do, you know what? I, I know not everybody loves his his villain song. I don't hate it. I've come to I've come to somewhat enjoy it. Um, but as a character and his voice and his presence. Oh, he was fantastic. I loved him in this role. And I really think that Chris Pine, Prine, Chris Pine needs to do more voice acting. Um, because I think he does a really good job. Um, there's this, um, his, uh, small role in, uh, into the spider versus, uh, Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. Ooh, I forgot about that. Right. He, yeah. he does a killer job. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he was great here as, as the villain. Um, I, I loved his voice. Um, just, just everything. I, I thought he did a really good job. Like I will definitely agree with Caleb. Uh, Asha is the only well-written character in this movie. Um, but for what Chris Pine, Oh my God, Chris Pine. <laughs> Jeez. What Chris Pine was given uh, when it comes to King Magnifico, he freaking blows it out of the water. Um, and I loved his performance. So that is my top three. Yeah. I am going to swap your one and two. Um, I, I don't get me wrong. I loved Chris Pine. I don't know if he makes the best villain though. He like it's almost. This is like a weird thing to say. He almost his voice is almost too heroic 
to be a villain. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. <laughs> like, even I when never he was thought bad. about it that way, like, but that's good. Like he he's just I don't know his his voice is just so charming that I'm just like it is. I don't buy you as a villain. Like I feel like there's a twist coming where you're just like not actually, but. <laughs> <laughs> like the, that's why like his character that they chose for him to play in Dungeons and Dragons is just like so perfect. Oh my gosh, that couldn't have been better cast if they yeah. tried. Ugh. Um but yeah, I it, it's just one of those things that I just wasn't buying it. Um but yeah, I'm giving I'm giving number 1 to uh Ariana DeBose. I loved her as Asha and like we'll we'll be getting into it, but she freaking killed it with with some of these songs. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so where are you sitting with acting? Uh, hmm. Acting. Uh, I probably say I'm at like an eighty-four. I am on the opposite side of a uh, of the 85 i'm at an 86 okay i i, I felt everyone did it like a decent enough performance because i mean you got to take into consideration the friends as well that yeah that's true they were great um, yeah and like i i just didn't i don't know if they had enough to be like they i, I didn't feel they, they had enough to be included in this that's fair um but I do feel like they they were they were a decent part of the uh, of the film. Yeah, just more as a whole than anything. Not fair. Um, and they all kind of played their roles really well. Like I liked how so Simon he was supposed to be the equivalent of Sleepy. Uh, okay, makes sense. Um, her main best friend, the one that was uh, like the baker. Uh, she she's was a doc. Yeah, she's supposed to be okay. doc. There was one friend that was sleepy. Dude, the 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 fact that it wasn't the glasses that also drove it home for me. What the hell yeah, is no wrong? Shit, with dude. What the <laughs> like? What were you thinking? I don't know, man. I don't like, know. If that was going to stand out to anyone, I feel like it should have stood out to you. I think you think I'm more of a huge Disney fan than I guess I am. <sighs> okay, well, it's not so. Or I guess you think <laughs> the, that listen, I'm more the, of a Disney reason, classics fan than I am. No, the reason I thought that you would have picked up on this is funny enough, your ties to your uh your Gacy obsession. Oh, okay. It, dude, are you shitting me? Did I that to remind man. you that he drew the damn Oh my gosh. You what did. in the Shut actual up. hell is going on on this episode? <laughs> I, well, I'm so I'm so sorry that I don't remember every single painting that John Wayne Gacy did. Those are like the main ones. No, no, no. His main one is the ones that he did a Pogo the Clown. That that that's his main when it comes to his paintings. Dude, he has a shit ton of freaking. Seven dwarf pictures. Oh, I know he does. Like, you're but, out of your mind. <laughs> oh, I know he is, or I know he does. But when it comes to the staple painting, it will always be his self portrait of him as Pogo the clown. All right, I'll, fair enough. <laughs> but yeah, 
All right. Uh, moving on over to character development. We're obviously going to be doing this on Asha. Um, and unfortunately, her being the well or the best well-written character, she didn't have a lot of growth. She didn't. Um, there is one line actually in. Um, I gotta look up the lyrics for uh the uh, I wish song, the 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 first iteration of it. Um, that uh, the 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 line that she says, I'm just like that doesn't make sense for your character because nowhere up until this point has that ever been addressed. Um, and it's sorry. in the like I make this wish. Yeah. Sorry, let me, let me find it really quickly. It says, I never needed, I never knew I needed room to grow. Yeah, I did what I was told when someone told me no. Now I've got all of this freedom in my bones. It never seemed like her parents dragged her down and was just like, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that, that that lyric, I'm just like. I mean, I didn't really notice it in in the movie, um, but I, I've actually been listening to the soundtrack quite a bit over the past couple of days because um, most of the songs are they're they're, they're fire, they're bangers. Um, but just yeah, that 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 uh, those certain lyrics really stuck out to me. I'm just like, yeah, no, not really. Fair. Um. Yeah, I it's, I mean, it's just she. She was a character that just remained consistent. Like that's, I think that's the biggest downfall of this movie. She doesn't like grow all that much. She just, that, yeah, more or less forces her ideals on the the hierarchy of power. <laughs> no, it's true. Uh, like, and it's not like um, when her friends turn against her, it's not because of her doing. It's because of the lies that are being told about her. It's nothing she did. She she's yeah. still the, the same damn. Well, person. it wasn't her friends. It was just Simon. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, just yeah, just unfortunately, not not a lot of character growth. Not, yeah, not a lot it, of character growth. I mean, she was a decent character. She was fun and relatable, and I love how quickly she showed that. Like, yes, it, it's just more like being like the 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 foundation like we we were instantly we instantly knew who this character was Mm -hmm. and it's just she didn't go anywhere like her her ideals didn't get challenged in any way um like i think that her thing was like i don't even know dude like it's just like typically you can see the arc that a character goes on and i don't think that we saw that yeah like even like looking into other characters like even with like king magnifico he wasn't like he was on a downward arc but it was Honestly, I think he had a better arc than than she did in terms of like character Fair. development. Not gonna argue that. Yeah, I mean, so I mean, I'll even take his into consideration here. Um, but I am, I'm, I don't think I've I've cracked in the eighties yet with with I, her. I agree. 
Um, it's like personally, I'm at like a 76. Yeah, I'm around 78. All right, next up, we got the animation. I will fully admit when this movie first started, even though I'd seen the animation in the trailers, it took me a minute to get used to it um, because I'm I'm not used to uh, Disney doing this kind of like mix of hand drawn with CGI. Um, The stylized renderings and everything. Yeah, Um, dude. So. Oh, man, I, I forget if this is like the like Pixar's thing, but on Disney Plus, there's a sh- there's shorts and it's like it's I think it's it might be Pixar. So, I mean, it's not a, a great reference for this, um, but they do have like stylized renderings. Mm. And this is actually a, a rendering that I've seen before in one of the shorts. Oh, um, it's not like exactly the characters were designed a bit different. This yeah. like just had the basic like Disney character vibe about okay. them. Um, but I mean, I didn't hate. I honestly, I it, at times it almost felt like it was like an incomplete render. Fair, yeah, I I, I can definitely agree with you on that one. Um. Yeah, yeah, I didn't hate the animation for the most part. I enjoyed it. Like, I appreciate that they tr- they tried something different um, to sell. I mean, because you know this movie is coming out during uh, the hundred celebration of Disney, um, so I appreciate them trying something different um, with their newest Disney movie. But it, it unfortunately doesn't work one hundred percent. Yeah. So this is one I'm I'm definitely going to be not like too harsh. Like it, I think it's. It's shy of being at a hundred. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, like I'm I'm definitely in the high nineties. I am um, too. So, like personally, I'm probably at like let's say about ninety six. That's actually exactly where I was thinking too. Oh, hell yeah! All right, next up we got music. This is a uh. big standout. Yes, very much so, because as we've talked about throughout this whole episode, basically, um, there are there are some hits and there are some misses. Um, for me personally, the biggest miss for me is the animal song. You're a star. Isn't that what it's called? Yep. <laughs> um, I because you know, for um, that was like the one song that I just did not listen to when I was listening to the soundtrack again. But today I'm like, you know what? In preparation for the episode, let, let's listen to it again a couple times. Just, it doesn't do it for me. I, I find it annoying. Like the beginning is actually I like the beginning um, with the the first couple of animals, you know, explaining like, oh, hey, you know, like, have you ever wondered this? Have you ever wondered that? Um, you know, th- this is why this is that. OK, you know what? I don't mind that. But when they get more into it and, you know, throw in Valentino when because he's so freaking annoying, um, that's when the song loses me. Um, and just honestly, it's my least favorite song of the whole movie. Um, favorite, though, is um, what I already forgot it. And I feel bad because it's so good. It's uh, at all costs. Um, it's Chris, just Chris Prime. Pr- oh my God. 
up with you? I don't know. <laughs> Chris Pine. 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 Pine, Jonathan. Pine. Okay. Chris Pine. <laughs> um, so Chris Pine and Ariana DeBose sing this. And it's when um, Magnifico is showcasing all the wishes um, to uh, Asha and um you know she discovers that she actually sees her grandfather's wish and she's going to it and it's just it's such a sweet and powerful song um and like honestly it almost brought me to tears um because like even looking past this movie it can actually like mean so much to uh, to um to other people um just for the meaning dude, of the song that is exactly what i thought about this i was like dude this is a this wasn't written for the damn wishes <laughs> right yeah right yeah it, it wasn't um <laughs> But you know what? That's okay because it has, it's such a great song. It has such a great meaning um, that just, yeah, like uh, that's the song that's been on repeat um, so much. Um, uh, I mean, uh, Caleb, I know pointed out the, the song uh, knowing what I know now, a freaking goes hard, dude. Yeah. That that goes goes real freaking hard. That is a banger started and they're like, like the banging started. I was like, where did this come from? Holy <laughs> yeah, shit. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like it was so chills, good. Dude. Instant chills. Yeah, dude. Right. So, so good. Like um, I even like looked over at Brielle. I'm like, this song has no business being like <laughs> going this freaking hard. Uh, oh, that's cool. that Brielle got to go see this too. So yeah, uh, all we, three of you got to see it. Yeah. We, we made it like oh, a family. Yeah. Movie day. That's awesome, man. I love hearing that. But yeah, well, like, I was just wide eyed when I first heard it. I like looked over at Brielle. I was just like, holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, it's uh yeah, like, it's, I, it's so good. Yeah. So she she was a real big fan of at all costs, like you. Um but yeah, I I knew like like I said, I I went into this thinking that the soundtrack wasn't gonna be that good because of social media. Um but the first song, Welcome to Rosas, was awesome. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I, I was like, the only this song, is a great start. Yeah, I think the only song, that, and I, I feel it's, uh, if you watch the movie, I think it's slightly better, my opinion, um, with uh, This is the Thanks I Get. And I hate that that is the only song that people are focusing on when yep. it comes to this movie, when there is so much better songs. Uh, yeah, it's like joke on you assholes. That's not even the worst song. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so wait, wait. You agree with me? I'm a star I, is the worst I song. I agree with you. Really? I, yeah, Hell yeah. I'm a star okay. song was just like meh. Yeah. And then okay. the uh, the this is the thanks I get song was a little on that same page, but I did like it more than I'm a star. And so, so since we got both of those like in a row, I was Mm -hmm. like, "Ooh." Um. So this this is what I like. So I have like the 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 soundtrack like in order. So it's "Welcome to Rosas," and I'm like, "Great start." At all costs comes on, fantastic. Like people Mm -hmm. people gave this a freaking real hard time. This wish, I was like, okay. I mean, it wasn't my favorite. Like. Over, like Disney song, but I mean, it was good. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I feel, cool. 
this wish is uh is this movie's version trying to be let it go yep that that very much it does not succeed but it really tries yeah i mean it was close it's missing something yeah. but it's close yes um then i'm a star happen and i'm like mm, not digging that and yeah. then this is the things i get comes i'm like oh damn it like for those like did they save all the good songs for the beginning and then we get hit with freaking knowing what i know now and i'm like i am back in <laughs> yeah and then you get the reprise of this wish which is fantastic yeah everything after that i was just like all right cool <laughs> like whatever <laughs> but, yeah, we're, we're back on a good part we're back on a good note yeah i think like knowing what i know now saved this freaking soundtrack for me <laughs> that's fair <laughs> you know what dude that's fair because yeah that, that that shit was so good yeah um I cannot, for the life of me, justify a ten, though. Oh, I can't either. Um, like I, I, I can barely justify a nine. I don't even know if I can. I'm like those. Are you closer uh, to eight? Yeah. Honestly, I'm, like I was sitting at eight and a half. I could have gone either way. I'll, so, let, I mean, I'll let you decide. Um, like oh, I can do a nine. <laughs> um. Because like the only one, the only song that I hate is "I'm a Star." I I don't mind. This is the thanks I get. So I could definitely do a nine if you want to, but I could also do an eight. Gosh, this is tough. So I'm um, okay. We got one. So we got three good songs, two not great songs, a freaking banger, a reprise of a good song, a wish worth making. That one, that was like a very average song. Oh, that's the one that played during the credits, right? Uh, I think so. Maybe. Pretty sure. I think that that's yeah, that's the song that plays when it's like showcasing all that cool, like um, uh, I guess like the, it felt like the Disney fireworks, like showcasing characters from, excuse me, throughout Disney's legacy. Okay, so yeah, that one was in the middle. Yeah. So, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six. So out of seven songs total, two of them were not great. And then we had one like meh. Yeah. So I, I think that justifies an eight. Fair. But I, but listen, knowing what I know now is the only reason that I'm real hesitant on on only giving it an eight <laughs> you know what, dude that's fair because god damn that shit went so hard and i loved it mm-hmm. all right next up we got character design this is one where i feel like it's kind of bland a little bit in my opinion I wouldn't say it's bland it's just it's nothing new or exciting out of disney Fair, yeah. Pixar is willing to go outside of the their typical realm from movie to movie. Disney stays the same. These basically look like that. These could have easily just been extras plucked out of Frozen or Tangled or like any of those other movies. Yeah, I I absolutely agree. Um, honestly, yeah. If you would have told me uh, this is like the. Uh, the um the sister location of Arendelle, I would have believed you. 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, in terms of originality, they're far from it. Yeah. Um, gosh, I mean, and but I mean, I have a, I have a tough time with this because it's like Asha. I don't think she has a super distinguishable look about her. Agreed. Like I, I for she kind of has like a Raya looking face. Her yeah. her hair. I mean, her hair is unique for sure. Um, yeah, because it's like the the long long braids. Um, so that looks cool. But I mean, her dress. It looks like something that we've. It reminds me very heavily of Isabella from Encanto. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I mean, where hers was like a, a more pinkish purple. This one's just a purple purple. Yeah. Um, less flower designs and and whatnot, but it, it's just it felt very much like it was it was just too much. It, like I said, looks too much like it came out of freaking Encanto. I think she needed a more unique dress design. Agreed. Like and especially with like a Mediterranean island like that, like you could do some cool shit with that. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I can't even think of anything off the top of my head, but I don't know. Like you could have kept the whole the purple color scheme and whatnot, but just change it up a little bit. Yeah, agreed. Uh, And but other than that, I. I mean, the um, her friends all looking like the seven dwarves were pretty cool. Now that I know that. Now that you know that. Uh, gosh, uh, Valentino was OK. Yeah, I, the, I mean, the you star know, is my favorite. Fair. Like, I, want, I want one of those star plushes so bad. <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it was basic King Alpha, but I feel Magnifico looked really good. Yeah, like Mag- Magnifico looked amazing. Yeah. Like I, I, it was. I think what did it for me was like the the long flowy cape. Yes, like I think that helped with his look a lot, and I like that he didn't like have a villain transformation where he went from like white to black, where it was still white. It's just his magic went from a like one color to green. Yeah, I appreciated that too. It was like blue at first, right? I think so. Yeah, so blue to green. So I, I dug that a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, I think they have a decent enough look. This, this is one I'm, I'm probably shifted down a little bit. So I, I'm like seven and a half, and I could go either seven or eight. I'm honestly probably a seven. All right, I First. can definitely give you a seven. All right, last up, we got our own personal score. So, uh, so where are you where are you sitting? Um, so overall, I feel that this movie is getting way too much hate. It does not deserve the the absolute hatred that it's getting because, yeah, it, it's not a great Disney movie, but it's not a horrible Disney movie. Um, it, it's it's uh, it definitely doesn't try anything new or anything extravagant, but. The songs are really good. The for the most part, the characters are decent. Um, just I don't know. I think it's it's a it's a good fun Disney movie that uh, 
I think that if if you've loved Disney from from the get go, from you know Snow White, Cinderella, especially those, considering that those movies are driven home very much so in this one, um, I think you're really gonna have a good time with this. Um, it, it like 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 we've driven home so much throughout this episode. It, it is not Disney's best, but it is not Disney's worst. Um, the biggest compliment I can give this movie is better than Strange World because that movie sucked. Um, but I cannot say that this movie sucked. This was I, I, I liked it. I had a good time with uh, Wish. Um, so for my personal score, I I'm going to give Wish an 82. Man, we were so close on that one. Inter, like How our close. personal score. I'm I'm giving this an 83. Okay, hell yeah. And I, anytime I ask you to put in your scores first, I type yeah. mine in without oh, really? hitting. And yeah, so I don't I don't hit enter until like I say my score, but I type it in beforehand. Um. So yeah, I I'm I'm surprised that we were this close together. I am too. Yeah, this, is, this it's been a while with a while with any movie that we've been this close with uh, all of our scores. So yeah, that's actually really cool. Yeah, I I like this movie for what it was, but yeah, I mean it, it's a it's basic. Ultimately, is what it comes mm-hmm. down to. It was it was a well structured story. It was just the characters were on the bland side. Yeah. And I think it was just so much relied on like cameo or not cameos, Easter eggs and like basically inside Disney jokes that you needed to know to kind of be able to fully grasp some of this, this story so it it just got it kind of detracted from the movie a bit fair and but i mean it didn't affect my enjoyment too much um i was expecting to go in and enjoy it at least a little bit so i think i enjoyed it a, a, a lot more than I, or not a lot i enjoyed it a little bit more than i thought i was going to so it was a pleasant surprise but it didn't like blow me out of the water so that's yeah. why i'm only sitting at like an 83. I remember when I was about, you know, I was getting, getting ready to go see this and, you know, I I knew what Caleb had thought. I was just telling myself, I'm going to laugh my ass off if he actually likes this movie. And I absolutely hate it. But thankfully that was not the case. Um, We actually both basically feel the same way about this movie. Um, But I was just thinking to myself, what if I am, if I feel uh, the exact same way the internet does about this movie. (laughs) <laughs> but I did not and I'm glad for that yeah alright so with that that wraps up this week's breakdown so going through these scores real quick starting off with story we are sitting at a pretty sturdy 80 uh, writing took a, a half point bump sitting at an 80.5 Acting uh, jumped up a little bit, sitting at an 85. Character development was a major weak point in this film, so we ended up giving that a 77. 
the animation was good. The stylized look made it feel a little undone, I'll say. <laughs> Uh, so we ended up giving that a 96 just because, I mean, at the end of the day, it still looked decent. Yeah. Um, music, we ended up giving an 8 out of 10. The character design, we gave a 7 out of 10. And then our personal score averaged out to an 82.5. So with that, the final All Bros letter grade for Wish has come out to a B. Okay. Damn it. Raya's ranked higher. Raya is ranked higher. And I no. think, I bet you I can, I, I bet you I can f- figure out why. <laughs> Here, let, let's just for shits and giggles. Let's, let's see what, so Raya and no wish. Okay, so we gave Raya higher story, okay. higher writing, higher acting, which I can agree with. Yeah, fair enough. Hi, a lot higher character development. I I can agree with that. Yep. Equal effects, though, or an, so equal animation. All right. Equal on music. Uh, we gave Raya or we gave Raya higher uh, character design. Touche. Uh, and also a higher personal. Okay. Damn, I can't like can't argue yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I I thought that I was going to disagree with it a little bit more, but yeah, you know what you know what the biggest thing I have against Raya and the Last Dragon is What's the that? fact <laughs> this has nothing to do with the movie, but the fact that when the when the movie was released on physical media or physical format, the Steelbook was missing the DVD, like they didn't, um, like I don't think that they um, they intended to leave an open slot in the Steelbook, but they did, and so the fact that I had to go out and buy just the single DVD to take it out of its case and put it in there just so the steelbook could be complete. Kind of, you know, irritated me a little bit. <laughs> um, but, you know, hey, I played, paid a Black Friday price for it, so it's okay. But that is literally the, the, that is the biggest problem I have with Raya in The Last Dragon was the fact that they made me pay extra to complete the movie. How dare they? Yeah, freaking Disney. All right. So going through or so we got that. So Wish is sitting at an 83.25. Which puts it at a three-way tie. Oh shit. Okay. With Shazam and the Marvels. Wow. Okay. That tracks. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) <laughs> that's cool that is super cool um yeah i don't i don't know if we have if um so i don't know what to do now uh for anyone that is still watching because kate there he is 
okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Don't tell me we just became the all bro podcast. Dude, that was weird because it said I lost connection. I don't know how. Huh. But it, it's weird. It's like, why would it say I lost connection, but I could still see you? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that, ma- that makes no sense. Yeah. All anyway. Right. <laughs> back um, to the ranking. Yeah, so back to the ranking. So Wish is at an 83.25, which puts it above Violent Night. Which is at an eighty-three point one eight. All right. It is above Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle, which is at an eighty-three point oh six. Okay. Then getting into B minus territory, it is above The Greatest Showman. I can, I can agree with that. Yeah, it's above the Mulan uh, remake. Yeah, definitely agree with that. And it is above Gran Turismo. Yeah, I, I can agree with that, too. I, I think I did enjoy Wish more than Gran Turismo. Yeah, same here. All right, going the opposite direction. It is sitting below Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. No shit. Barely, though. 0.05%. That is insane. Yeah, uh, it is below Bill and Ted Face the Music. Okay. It's below Toy Story 4. Uh, uh, okay, I can accept that. Again, very barely. Okay. Uh, it is below James Gunn's The Suicide Squad. Okay. I can accept that. Yeah, And it is below No Hard Feelings. I can accept that too, because damn, that was a fun movie. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, that's where it, where it's sitting. Right. I think Good. it has a decent home. I agree, Spe- especially the fact that it's a three way tie. That's so freaking cool. Yeah, that's super awesome. So yeah, um, totally blanked on what I was going to say. That whole disconnection thing threw yeah. me for a loop for a second. You were <laughs> you were like pause. I was like, wait, this is your episode, man. You're supposed to cap it off. <laughs> All right. Well, if you guys like this episode, want to check out more of our stuff, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are basically everywhere. Um, We are on Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Like it's easier to find places that we're not. Honestly, I think the only place that we're not is Pandora, and it's just because, for whatever reason, I can't get them to connect our shit. Um, hmm. Yeah, I think that's the only place that we're not. Does anyone still use Pandora? I'm actually it's, curious. Not that I know of. <laughs> I, I actually know a very good friend of mine that still does, and every every time that he can he not afford spotify i don't know but yeah every time like he tells me uh i see um the platform that he uses to listen to music i mean i get why he doesn't use apple music you know he has a he has a samsung um but i'm just like why are you not using spotify like i'm sure it's so much easier to uh maneuver yeah pandora i mean freaking iHeartRadio is easier to 
to yeah, work than good, Pandora. Good point. But no, he he is um he is stuck on Pandora. He uh he will he will not leave Pandora. What a so. weirdo! <laughs> <laughs> I really hope he didn't listen to that part, that part. <laughs> I hope he does. Um, but yeah, you can find us on all of those all, all those platforms. Uh, we are also on social media. We're on Facebook. We are on Instagram. We are on TikTok. We're on X, I guess. We don't really post to it very much anymore. Like, if ever. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I guess you can follow us. We're at the All Bros anywhere that you can search for that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, if you want to hit us up on social media, you can hit us up with a an episode idea, answer our question of the week when I actually post them. Uh, or if you want to join us for an episode, we would love to have anyone on. Um, again, at the All Bros on all of those platforms. You can also email us at the All Bros channel at gmail.com or check out our website, tinyurl.com forward slash the All Bros, where you can find links to everything that we do. Um, you can also check out our merch store, which is going to be making a shift soon. Not yet, but soon. Um, now that I actually found out how to export shit in one go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Next week, uh, we will be getting into our holiday season. Um, We'll be taking like a di- like a deeper uh, like we'll we'll get be getting more more Christmassy as we go as we go along this month. Uh, this one wasn't quite Christmassy. The next one has Christmas themes to it. Uh, the one after that's a. I mean, I guess it's not really Christmas. It's a different. It's it's a winter holiday and then the the last one that gets released on christmas day is a christmas movie so well, I mean, we're we're having fun with that you you could say the one before the one that gets released on christmas it's a christmas slash hanukkah movie christmas esque then <laughs> okay sure or yeah yeah let's go with that yeah christmas esque <laughs> Yeah, uh, so next week we will be breaking down the Chronicles of Narnia, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Uh, So you guys can look forward to that. Until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I'm Caleb. And I'm Jonathan. And we will catch you guys next week. Deuces. So long. I'm glad that Herbert's making a comeback. I'm going to really try every week to do it, I promise. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.